what is up you guys welcome back to the brie and me podcast and happy fourth of july fourth of july is one of my favorite holidays it's just something about it it's just very all american love me a good hot dog love me some fireworks um but i don't love mosquitoes and i feel like every year it's always so hot and humid on the 4th of July and I always get like eaten to death. So um, anyway, before we jump into today's episode, I'm going to give you just a quick little life update. I feel like that would be more interesting. Give you a quick little snippet of life and then we can jump into the topic Um, because it is kind of correlated. So the last like two weeks, I have just been in a funk and I need to do an episode on getting out of a slump. I actually had planned on recording that for today, but then I thought, eh, that's kind of a negative topic for, especially for a holiday since this is going up on the 4th of July. But also, um, I feel like I need to prepare for it a little bit more because I'm currently in a slump and I feel like I, I, I just need another week to myself on out of it but yeah I've just been kind of like down in the dumps and I feel like it kind of correlates to today's episode which is going to be all about like the different healthy habits that have changed my life because I feel like I haven't been doing these things and I find that when I'm consistent with doing these things these healthy habits and I'm consistent with them I end up feeling better and I've been finding that um, anytime that I kind of slip away from that where I'm not doing all of these healthy things then I kind of just start to feel just a little bit more down so um, that's just kind of where I've been so if I'm a little bit low energy uh, that's why but also I feel like I'm pretty pretty chill as it is so I don't know um I got my nails done this morning and I am loving them for whatever reason my nails keep like breaking off so we had to take down some length on one of the hands so that it like evened out with the other but I did these like hot pink nails with like chrome on top and I just love them they're very barbie and I'm here for it. I don't know what's going on with me in color lately, but I've been really embracing all of the different colors this summer season. And it, I, I know as soon as like mid-August to September rolls around, I'm going to be all neutrals again because again, like come August, I'm obsessed with fall. So, you know, I'm going to be going to like neutral beige, black, dark maroon, and maybe some deep oranges, but I don't know, maybe the color will just follow me through to that season. I'll do some more like pumpkin spice nails and stuff. I don't know. Um, anyway, let's get into the topic at hand. So I want to talk about the healthy habits that have changed my life. This is kind of piggybacking off of my health journey episode. You guys really seem to like that episode and a lot of you related to it, which I was so glad because well not glad that you're going through the same things but that um I could just be honest and vulnerable about like my honest opinions and feelings about how I've felt about my journey in general but also like how I felt about myself I feel like with like the whole self-love movement which is a positive and good thing I feel like anytime I've had a real negative thought about myself I've almost been like oh well I can't say that like that's going to be pushing the wrong message but like then I felt like I was being fake like I couldn't 
be myself and say what was really going on or say like how I really felt. And I feel like we've kind of, we're starting to come not necessarily full circle, but like I felt like for a while we swung from one end of the spectrum all the way to the other. And now we're kind of coming to a place of balance where we can really be honest and talk about, you know, of course, like we want to be healthy and have like a healthy relationship with our bodies and with our minds um, and with food. But sometimes it isn't that way and it's okay to talk about that. So I just want to say thanks for letting me be vulnerable and talk about that stuff. So um, this is kind of like not necessarily a part two to that, but it's kind of piggybacking off of that because I felt like I got very specific about like what my journey was specifically. And there are some things that I have done throughout that journey that have stuck with me and have made a difference because I had to do like a complete 180 with my life and change pretty much who I was because I had so many bad habits and I figured I I felt like that first episode where I talked about my health journey I talked about all those bad habits and the things that I was doing that were bad and negative and I haven't really talked much about like well what were things that I incorporated or new habits that I have changed over time and I I want to preface this by saying this has been a very long journey and this journey is continuing. It's not like I'm just done. We always continue to evolve and grow and change and become more of who we're supposed to supposed to be and meant to be. So um, these are just things that I have changed that, again, I'm currently slipping away from them and going back to like, not that I'm necessarily going back to like an old version of myself, but it feels too familiar. It feels too much like that. And I want to shock my system again and get back to the version of myself that I know I am and and I know that I can be so that I can continue so that I can continue to grow and develop onward so let's get into these healthy habits so um I just pretty much when I make note notes I like jot down what they are and kind of give like a little brief summary so I'm going to read that summary and then I'll just expand so Um, The first one is find a way of eating that works for me, tuning out what everyone else is saying because everything is so contradicting. I don't think it's bad to try different things out, but I also think that being honest with yourself while also trying new things is important. Give things a real try about one to three months and then go from there. So for this, I basically am just referring to not necessarily diet culture. I think, you know, when people say diets don't work, well, of course they don't. If you plan on like getting rid of a crucial part or like even a health just like what am I trying to say if you get rid of a healthy food in hopes to like lose weight but you plan on eating that again well it depends on like what you do after you do that diet like say you just decide to cut out bread you're like okay I'm never going to eat bread again I personally I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing and it depends on who the person is if you if you have struggled with like an eating disorder or something along those those lines and maybe something like that isn't the best for you but I would also hope that if you are in that position that you have a support group or a support team of people that are helping you make these decisions. Um, I think if somebody hasn't struggled with like an eating disorder or something along those lines, cutting out certain food groups and to see if they bother you, I think that that's a different story. So that's kind of how it was for me. I would cut out certain things and that's basically like when I had tried keto and carnivore, I'd like cut out certain things to see how how did I feel when I cut them out? How did I feel when I put them back in? 
Um, and so for instance, like bread was one of those things that I just like never really ate. And then when I would incorporate it back in, I would get very bloated to this day. But I've now come to a place where I have found a way of eating that does make me feel good overall. And for me, that means every now and then if I want bread or if I want pizza, I'll have it. I just now know come from a pl- that I've, I just am now coming from a place of balance. Um, I want to touch on carnivore because like that's another example of something that I have tried and I enjoy it, but only for a short period period of time. I don't find that the benefits that I've gotten from carnivore are much different from having like a higher fat, lower carb diet. Um, I don't find that like I can't have like cilantro and like, you know, because on carnivore, you're straight up eating just meat and that's it and like all animal products. So like I don't feel bad if I have olive oil. I'm fine with that. So I think that trying new things is fine and being open-minded, but also giving things a real shot. I've, I've, when I first started talking about like eating in a ketogenic way, I would get DMs saying, oh, I tried it for a week and I didn't get any results. Well, I think, you know, trying something just for a week and hoping to have like some dramatic difference, that's already setting yourself up for failure because only giving yourself a week to see results just is not realistic. I think even a month is like the bare minimum. I would give it one to three months to see if something really works for you and see if you have any adverse effects, see if something affects you negatively. Like you really have to give your your body a chance to like get used to something and that's for any type of diet. But so this whole first point for me was just basically, you know, what helped me, what was a healthy habit for me was figuring out a way of eating that worked for me, worked for my body and something that I could see myself doing lifelong. So if you're curious what that looks like now, It is a high fat diet. It's a high protein diet. It's low carbs, anything 50 grams and under for the most part. Um, But I also live my life. For instance, I just went downtown with my mother-in-law and I went to an event. Um, I had, let's see, what did I order for dinner? I ordered salmon and it came with potatoes. So I ate the potatoes. We had meatballs. There's probably breading in the meatballs. Ate that. And then we had gelato after. It's, It's about balance and I think that sometimes balance can be a little intimidating because um, I feel like it needs to come from a a place of knowledge so for for at least for me and in my experience I don't think that years ago when I first started eating healthy I wouldn't have been able to do balance because you know my heart tells me that all I want is pizza and ice cream and that's what I was eating you know so finding a way of eating that like makes me feel good overall has allowed me to incorporate other things from time to time and not feel restricted um okay the next thing I have on here is sticking to a routine not letting myself negotiate with myself staying disciplined and running off of that and not motivation because motivation is fleeting the most successful people in the world are not motivated they are just disciplined so one of the number one questions I get especially when I get into a workout routine is how do I stay motivated I'm never motivated to go to the gym and neither am I so I the, the most successful I have been in my routines has been when I just am like, I take my brain out of it, I take my heart out of it, and I just do. I just have discipline. Um, I was recently talking with someone about how back in, was it 2019, I lived between, um, this is beginning half of 2019, I lived between my parents' house and Ruben's parents' house. So my routine looked like this. I would 
wake up at Ruben's parents' house early. I would drive to my parents' house where, because I kept all of my clothes and stuff at my parents' house because that's where I would film YouTube videos at. So I just kept everything there. So in the morning, I'd wake up, drive to their house. I would change into my workout clothes. Then I would drive to the gym, which was 30 minutes away, to meet Amanda to do our workout routine. I would do that for an hour and a half to two hours. And then I would drive back to my parents' house, shower, get ready, and film YouTube videos. Then sometimes I would edit at my parents' house and sometimes I would edit at Ruben's parents' house. But then I would drive uh, to go get groceries sometimes and then I'd bring the groceries to Ruben's parents' house. I would make dinner for Ruben and me and then go to bed and start the whole thing the next day. I did that Monday through Friday. And then on the weekends, Ruben was building our house. So I would plan for the weekend to stay at the house and meal prep all of my food for the weekend and it would take so long and so much effort but I had so much success during that time um with my health like reversing like different health problems I was having I had lost weight I was goal oriented like I had hit the goals that I was wanting to hit because I was so disciplined did I want to wake up that early did I want to drive all over the place and do all those things no but that was my only option at that point and I did what I had to do because I was so focused on an end goal and if I gave myself the option every morning of well do you want to do this today I didn't even let myself have that conversation I just did it and it's so funny because at that point in my life I was like wow when we move into the house this is gonna be so much easier because I'm not gonna have to like run all over the place and do all these things well now that I've moved into this house it's been some years now but I am more comfortable it's like it's almost like because I was so uncomfortable and I was like making all of these moves while being uncomfortable it's like I didn't allow myself to realize or negotiate with myself to see whether or not I wanted to do something I just did it no matter what and now that I'm in a place where I'm like comfortable I'm like oh do I want to do that no I don't so then I don't and I I've gotten out of that groove of just like being disciplined and like go 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 I'm now allow myself to negotiate which is bad because I haven't been as disciplined. I haven't been as consistent. So um, lately I've been running off of motivation rather than discipline. And that's like, I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this episode is because I know that when I am disciplined, it helps me. It helps me feel better. Um, It's almost like doing the things that make you uncomfortable are better. If, If you choose the easy way out, then life is just going to be harder. Making hard, I saw this quote on TikTok actually. It was like, choosing the harder way will give you an easy life, but choosing the easy way now will give you a harder life. So always choose the harder option and push through and and give yourself the discipline rather than trying to work on the motivation. So yeah, that's part of the reason why I wanted to do this because I have felt myself kind of like slipping into this slump and I've been allowing myself to negotiate with myself and like go off of my feelings rather than taking my feelings out of it and just doing it, which is also why I think I talked about this in a blog and not on the podcast, but um, I think that I'm going to sign up for F45 because there's something about like having that appointment, having that meeting and having somewhere to be where I'm meeting someone else. I was getting down on myself about that because I felt like I shouldn't have to do that to succeed. And then one of you guys actually messaged me and basically told me like, what if I thought about that in a different way? What if it's, you know, 
because I know that about myself, I'm doing what I have to do to get the goals that I need that I want to reach to, to reach the goals that I want to reach. And it was just a refreshing take because I've always felt like something was wrong with me for that. And, but I don't know. So now I've just been getting kind of excited thinking about signing up for F45. I did the one week trial and I've gone to two classes so far and I've got one today and it actually is over tomorrow, but pretty much I, I knew the classes that I was going to take were going to be Monday through Friday and tomorrow's 4th of July. So of course I'm, I'm not going to go to that one. But anyway, yeah, right now I'm just trying to decide, do I want to do the eight classes a month or do I want to do the unlimited? And I'm leaning more towards the unlimited, but ugh, the, the year long like subscription subscription or like commitment is what like it gets me. But anyways, that's boring. <laughs> um, yeah, like, okay, so this is an example of like, okay, I know that I keep getting in my head and I negotiate with myself and I'm like trying to run off of motivation. If I just had a schedule of, okay, every day at this time, you are going to F45, you are going to this workout and you have to because you've signed up for it. That is going to help me get out of my mind and just make it so that I go. So, um, that to me is such a, a really big tip and something that I am now inspiring myself to do because I have not been doing that. And I think honestly, getting out of a routine and not being disciplined has made me feel like shit because it makes me feel out of control and it makes me feel like a failure because I haven't been reaching these goals or like doing the things that I've been telling myself that I want to do. Um, which that leads me to the next one, which is following through and keeping the promises you made for yourself. Why would you trust yourself if you kept breaking those promises? You already know that you're not going to do them then. So stick to those promises. Start small and grow to bigger ones to slowly build your confidence. This is something that I learned from Ed Milet. There's a YouTube video that it like has changed my life and I need to keep rewatching it to remind myself, but he basically was talking about how like when you follow through on the different promises that you've made yourself, whether they're big or they're small, you boost your self-confidence because you can rely on yourself. At the end of the day, that's who you have is yourself. But if you keep telling yourself, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and then you don't do it, well, now you lack this confidence because what, who's going to believe in you if you don't even believe in yourself? You already know that you're not going to do those things. So here's an example. So like say you, you don't want to be on your phone as much and like you find yourself waking up and going on your phone every morning. A way to start small to boost your confidence over time is to start small. So say, okay, so for the first 30 minutes, I am not going to touch my phone. I'm going to have 30 minutes without my phone. And then after that 30 minutes, you allow yourself to have the phone. Do that for like a week and follow through. You're already going to be so proud of yourself that you followed through. Do not touch your phone in that 30 minutes because that is basically like a personal attack on yourself. You're already telling yourself that you can't trust yourself. So start small. Start with something small like that. The end goal might be not to touch your phone until noon, but you can't do that until you start small. Work up to it and and build that self-confidence. Say it's going to the gym. Say you want to go to the gym five times a week. Well, how often are you going now? Say you're not going now at all. I would say start small. Start with two days a week and show up for yourself for those two days a week. And once you've done that for a month, then you can graduate and do three days a week. Now you're already going to feel so much more self-confident because you already followed through on, on that first initial task. Um, 
but if you don't if you don't do it that's when the self-confidence goes down a notch that's when you don't really trust yourself to do these things and i think that this isn't just with health and fitness this is just as us as individuals boosting your self-confidence and following through with the promises that you make yourself help you be just a more self-confident person overall in all aspects of life. Um, It can be, say you're in a toxic relationship and you don't have any self-confidence because you've stuck in this toxic relationship and you can't end it because you've, you've, told yourself you're going to end it so many times and then you don't if you build your self-confidence in other ways it can help you in these other ways um i know that was such a random segue but um i was talking with someone about coming on about talking about a toxic relationship that they've been in in the past and this person is very confident um and i i do think that that has something to do with it and just having having self-confidence will help you in every aspect of life, including health and wellness. Um, And I think too, that's why I haven't been as successful lately with my workout routine is I haven't been following through with the promises that I I have set out for myself. Like I'm just not following through. And so I feel even lower and I feel like more in a slump and like then it's more of like a pity party instead of like, bitch, get the fuck up go to the gym, do what you got to do. And whether that's you have an accountability partner, whether it's you're signing up for classes, you have to do what you have to do to reach the goals that you need to reach. Um, Yeah. Anyway, next is having, this one's kind of like not as deep as the other ones, but having a water intake goal. So for me, I have these really large, um, it's like I don't know how many ounces, maybe it's 32 fluid ounces. It's a hydro flask. Um, I try to drink at least three of those a day. They say to drink half your body weight in fluid ounces per day of water. Whatever that water goal is for you, set a water goal. And that's another way that you can keep your promises to yourself is even with a water goal. Set it, say you only want to drink two water bottles a day because you don't drink that much right now. You know, setting some sort of goal so that you can easily reach that goal in one day so for me if I if my goal is three bottles of water a day I drink one during my workout one during my walk and then the other one I drink throughout the day and I always 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 hit that goal when I'm drinking enough water it's flushing everything out of my system it makes me feel good I pretty much only drink water and coffee um And I find that when I start to slip out of these habits and I start to slip into this slump, I think about it and it's like, oh, you're not really drinking any water, are you? (laughs) Like there were days in the past couple weeks where I only drank like one glass of water. Of course, I feel like shit. Of course, I have a headache because I'm not drinking any water. Um, Do you know that guy on, I think it's on Facebook and Facebook? What the fuck? (laughs) Do you know that guy on Instagram? It's the dude with the sign and he holds up the sign and it says something different. One of them was, did you drink any water today? You stupid bitch. It's so funny. And Ruben and I say to each other all the time, like if one of us is fussy or like not eating the healthiest, it's like, did you drink any water today? You stupid bitch. (laughs) It's so good. Um, But that's kind of like a a very easy task, an easy thing to do, an easy way to follow through on a promise that you've made to yourself, which will help you boost your confidence and just be healthier overall. 
Okay, we're going to get deeper again. Um, Limiting your social media intake. So this is huge for me. This also will piggyback off of like a how to get out of a slump too. I'll talk about that in a future podcast episode. But um, I started putting timers on my phone. I do it through like the screen time on my phone itself. And I because I redownloaded TikTok because here I am trying to do that again. But I've allowed myself only 45 minutes between Instagram and TikTok, which really limits my scroll time. So it allows me to still use the apps, but only use them for content creation. So the time limit that you set for yourself is going to be different for everybody you know you really have to like self-reflect and see what's going to be beneficial for you but I find allowing yourself so much time to just scroll on social media yes there can be benefits to social media because anytime I talk negatively about social media I always get some pushback from people saying oh well it's good for community and blah 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 absolutely there's so much good for that social media has given to us however it is a tool and it depends on how you're using that tool. If you use a hammer backwards, it's going to do more harm than good. So being honest with yourself and reflecting on how does this app actually make me feel, um, I think is really important. So for me, I find I do get good, uh, like, um, I do get good out of social media, but a lot of times I don't. So by setting these guidelines and this time limit for myself has made it so that I can use the app in a proper way and show up and create content in a positive way rather than using it for comparison or doom scrolling or just zoning out and tuning out from my life and just being on my phone. You know, I don't want to live like that. So I can't tell you what the time limit is for you. I think you have to figure that out for yourself. But I think that that's very important. And just setting our phones down, getting off of social media and just living in the moment is very important for our health. Oh, and the last thing too is muting people that don't bring me joy. There are people that I follow that because like I should follow them or like it would be rude if I didn't follow them. I have almost everybody that I follow on mute on Instagram because... I have only few people that I want to see their content because it inspires me. And if there's somebody that I want to go view, like see their profile or see their stories, then I search for their name. Um, And that has really helped to kind of like create this barrier because then I felt like I was being bombarded with so much information all the time and I felt like I had to keep up with it. And it's just been so much better for my mental health to just put pretty much everybody on mute. And then when I'm ready to go see some content, then I will go and outwardly search for it. So that's something too. The mute button is amazing on Instagram. I love it for that. Um, Another deep topic is the scale. So this is going to be very personal, um, but this was my personal experience. Um, I've never had a really good relationship with the scale. So I finally decided to get rid of it. I put it under my bed and I haven't weighed myself in so long anytime that I've had success with health and with my body image has been when I'm not weighing myself Um, and then when I get on the scale to see where I'm at I'm happy with the number because I feel good in my skin when I start to feel that slip where I feel mad at the number or I become obsessed with the number that's when I realize okay this is not a good relationship this is not a good um inner monologue that we're having so I put it under my bed and I haven't stepped on it since and I encourage you to do the same especially if you have a very similar experience I think that that would be very beneficial for you um 
Another very simple one is just moving my body every day. I've been trying to get in more steps. I need to get my Apple Watch activated again um, because, you know, I, I had it on for a while and then I got rid of it. I gave it to Ruben and then he realized he wasn't using it either. So I'm going to take it back because I really want to get in my steps. Um, I noticed that because I have a very sedentary lifestyle where even though I'm active and I work out and stuff, my job is sitting like right now I'm sitting on my couch. I'm not like very active in my everyday. So trying to hit like seven to 10,000 steps a day is a goal of mine. And I have my phone, but it only like half the time I have my phone sitting down anyways. So it's not like picking up like it won't pick up the steps that I do when I when I'm at my workout because I set my phone down when I'm working out you know so anyway um it's a new goal of mine to just move every single day do a quick walk even if it's 10 minutes just to move around because I can find myself sitting all day the other day I did over I think I did almost 12,000 steps the next day I had a rest day but I didn't move my body. I literally did like 200 total steps. That is so embarrassing. (laughs) So just I need to be more um, attentive to that. And I think once I get my watch activated, that will help. Also, I am training for the half marathon. So that I mean, I'll get my steps in very easily on the days that I'm doing my running. But additionally, I want to also do a walk with my dog to get that going. But um, even on the rest days, just moving my body, even if it's for 10 minutes. The next one is just going to bed on time and waking up early. I think this will look different for everybody too, because I know some people are night owls and some people are early birds. I myself, if I had it my way, I would go to bed at like 8 9 o'clock and wake up at like 4 5 o'clock. Um, right now I've been waking up around seven, but there was a minute there. That's part of why I think I'm in a slump is I got into this habit of Ruben and I would go to bed at like one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. And then I would wake up at like eight because sleeping in past eight just felt so wrong to me. Like I didn't want to do that because I felt like my day was going away, but then I would only get like five hours of sleep. So I was running off of only five hours. So I just felt so just like, drained like a zombie I was not creative like it was just not a good time so the last week I've been trying to go to bed a little bit earlier and wake up earlier ideally I would like to wake up around 6 30 I think that would be a nice a good sweet spot for me where I still waking up early so I can get things done before the day really starts um that's like my favorite time of day is right in the morning when I have my coffee and I'm very creative and I can just be. Um, But yeah, whether that's waking up early or staying out late, just giving yourself a good amount of sleep and sticking to that routine that also helps again with like keeping the promises to yourself and boosting that self-confidence. I think that's very, very important. Um, And then this last one is kind of silly, but it's life-changing. So (laughs) if something takes five minutes or less to do, then to do it. This could be getting gas, doing a load of laundry, putting away the laundry, doing dishes, doing a quick cleanup around the house, whatever it is. If something, especially if it's like a nuisance, something that you really don't want to do, ask yourself, is this going to take me five minutes or less? And if the answer is yes, just do it. Imagine if you go to the bathroom just to pee really quick and you get on your phone, you can find yourself scrolling for like 15 minutes. So five minutes ain't shit. You can do it. Especially I I feel this way a lot with getting gas for whatever reason, like getting gas is just such a, so annoying to me. I just hate doing it. But if I'm like near empty, like 
you know, and I'm like, oh, you know, I should probably get gas. I know I'm going to be driving far tomorrow. I'll just get it right then and there instead of waiting for tomorrow, because then tomorrow, you know me, I'm probably going to be running a little bit late and then I don't have to worry about getting gas and I won't be more late. So I need to get better at this for doing dishes and laundry because that's something that I hate doing. But when I'm on top of it, it's not a big deal. If I do it every day, it's like not a big deal. So um, I think implementing that quick little uh, the five minutes or less thing into your life on the daily can be really beneficial. I feel like you'd be surprised at how much more you get done. And it also feels like no time because it isn't. It's only five minutes. Um, but that's it, you guys. I know this is a super short episode, but um, these are just some of the things that I have implemented in my life over the last few years that have really made a big difference. They're very small little changes, but I also don't want to overwhelm you and think like, say you don't do these things. I I used to not do any of these things and it's taken years to accumulate better habits and better changes. And here I am years later, still not doing the majority of these things because I've slipped out of my routine. I've slipped out of the discipline. And so this is actually really firing me up and getting me excited to get back at that so that I can be the person that I want to be and be more like the person that I know I'm supposed to be. So anyway, I hope this gave you a little bit of inspiration. Um, head over to my Instagram at Me Podcast over on Instagram and on the latest post, let me know what are some healthy habits that changed your life. I would love to know and maybe we can, you know, all kind of adapt these healthy little habits and healthy changes, incorporate them into our daily life so we can all be the best versions of ourselves. Um... But that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys have a wonderful and safe 4th of July. And I hope that you have a really great week. Let's all incorporate some healthy things this week so we can stay positive and be the best versions of ourselves that we can be. Thanks for listening. And I will talk to you in next week's episode. Bye.